listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we have a special guest, Jackie Clefsis. She is a postpartum doula, and she's been a teacher for quite some time, and she has had her life transformed by human design, so we are going to be having a fun conversation around that. So let me just say hello and welcome, and what else do you want everyone to know about you? I am a 4-6 sacral generator, and my sacral is so lit up. like talking about how you said like my life has been transformed by human design and that's a really great way to talk about it because sometimes I'm like I don't know it's this thing and I found it and it's like (gasps) yeah how do I put into words like I feel you yeah I think we we all do I mean (laughs) yeah I love human design how many times have Katie and I been sitting here I mean even on other episodes just being like everyone should know everyone's information (laughs) Yeah, because then we all can like help each other, especially like for our clients or this or that. So, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, a powerful tool. Um, do you want to start off? Do you want to explain to the people what it is? I will do my best. Um, I just saw a really cool reel um, by Nutrino Radio, and he talked about like all of the different pieces like that come into it. It's so deep. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you're pretty um, familiar with like the seven chakras. Um, human design is going from a seven centered to a nine centered. So there's nine centers um, in human design. There, it's like a combination of astrology, um, biology, like almost all of the sciences down to like the Kabbalah and just so many things. Right, the I Ching. I Ching. Yeah, I know. That's how I say it. I'm always like, you know, the I Ching, the chakra system, Western astrology, and everything. Every astrology, (laughs) yes. (laughs) It's just kind of that all together. I had somebody ask me, um, is it new or is it really ancient? And I'm like, well, (laughs) it's new-ish, but it pulls and draws upon all of this ancient wisdom that it's like, there's no simple answer to that. It's not one or the other. It's both and. Yeah. When was it discovered? When did he get the download and write the whole thing? Do you I'm know? not sure the exact year, but I know you can search on YouTube and there's a free video that talks about his encounter. Um, so it's Ra Uruhu. Um, and before he had a different name, but like after his experience, like he couldn't say Robert. So he's just like, it was like Ra. Mm. Um, and then it, it kind of goes into like we're in the Maya, which is just like a, I don't know how to describe that very well either, but like he, through his whole life, he would get, he was, as people were ready for the next thing, he would, he just wanted to get it out. He actually sat in a tree on a chair for two years and did not want to do, or like he was trying to get rid of it and did not want yeah. information. He's like, forget this. Yeah, it was a weird experience. Like, <laughs> no, if you we're going to force to it. you to channel this for the world because the world needs it. And many other people, got the experience but couldn't handle it and Mm -hmm. so he was the only one in his design he was a 5-1 manifester I believe um splenic manifester I don't know if he was one yeah 5-1 and it yeah it was a very just so it's like a cellular knowledge so the way that you 
learn it is passed on like one person at a time and it's like a seven year cycle so every seven years you just change and I I'm closer to two and a half ish years into my experiment um so basically what he says is don't believe anything that I say experiment and see if anything resonates for you and every single thing that I learn about myself and I'm here to learn about myself and it's I'm really my chart is I have my personal view and so like I notice it from my own experience and it just gives me the language to describe my lived experience a lot of the times so it's just like oh yes like I couldn't describe this to people beforehand but now I can like describe it using the language that it gives me to yeah just describe how I perceive the world how I experience it and then yeah, just understanding like satisfaction, like I'm here to live a life of satisfaction. It almost feels like so delicious and naughty. Like, <laughs> like I get to live, like it's really is about like eating really good food. Like I'm okay. It's like good for me to slow down and take the time and not just be this slave that's on a, like a hamster wheel running, doing what other people tell me to do. Like, this is what life is about. And this is what I should be doing. It's really like following that sacral like lit up feeling and, and it gives me energy which then right before we hit record we're talking about how like generators if we tap into that satisfaction we can really change the world because we will number one for the non-energy types which are projectors and reflectors we provide a lot of healthy good energy for the world mm-hmm. um and if we are frustrated it's not very fun to be around a frustrated generator or a manifesting generator. Um, well, and I think it's worth noting right there too, like that each, each type has their own theme. So like yeah. if you have that frustration, if you're that, it's a clue. Like mm-hmm. it, I feel like it gives so much of those clues to, mm-hmm. are you living your design? Are you actually being who you're supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And so like those different experiences yeah Mm -hmm. you know they help us really know ourselves and of course here we're all about like living fully lit up so Mm -hmm. knowing yourself is really a key to that and that's what I'm hearing you say is I'm hearing you say that having this introduced to you and playing with it has like just made you know yourself more Mm -hmm. and I'm curious then what else, like how else has it impacted your life? Um, I know, I know a couple of the answers, but I want you to tell everyone, what has it changed? What has it brought about for you? And like the other areas of your life, aside from just your self-knowingness. So there's a word called shattering. And before I exactly knew about human design, I was beginning that process. Um, It kind of feels like you're melting down or like, my world was kind of crumbling as I knew it in a way. And it felt like, can I swear? Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> and for a lot of the time, like it was really, really terrible. Like there, and there are parts of there where you go through like mini shatterings and bigger shatterings. Um, but like, I, I feel like I was ready. It finds you. It, and I had to have go through enough, almost the shatterings in order for me to like be ready to like hear it and like, be ready to have that knowledge. And so like little things like tapping into like 
I was breastfeeding and so I didn't have my period back yet. And so like tapping into like my own cycle and I was tracking the mood and then my, because I w- didn't have that center energy. So then I was like, oh, and so then I started believing like, oh, if the energy of the moon is affecting me, then I started to learn more about astrology. So then I started digging into astrology and then by learning a little bit more about astrology and how that was affecting me, I just, I knew that there was something more like as a child, like there, I always knew there was something more. And even like, I remember as a little kid being like, what, what are, what are these like things that these adults are doing? Like, I just couldn't be fake <laughs> or like, I was always trying to figure out like, what is this game that these people are playing? Like, I, I can't abide by these rules. And I now know that part of it is, this is pretty advanced, but I have a lot of individual circuitry, um, which ends up allowing me to also empower other people to just like be who they are or like be an agent of change in a way. And I just, I couldn't ever, so I've always kind of been waiting for this knowledge and just, it just was like, (sighs) like I can just be, this is who I am. I really focused on the little things. Like it was okay for me to do things that were satisfying Um, from food to like who I'm hanging out with. I feel like I ended up going from like feeling like I had friendships and to like feeling like I lost everything. And I found it in like in 2020 when, you know, we were all like stuck in our house, you know, secluded in a lot of ways. Um, and so I just, yeah, it, it, it felt like, I don't know, like the burning of like a Phoenix and then, and that's kind of where we're switching um, in 2027 from the cross of planning programming to, um, I can't remember the exact timing, but it's something, the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you can kind of see in our world that things are kind of changing from a very community-based things to more individualistic. Um, so when you're saying about how like it's in your design to be able to even help other people empower them to like appreciate their own individualization and stuff do you feel like that's one of the areas that kind of shifted then like do you feel like your relationships got better and stronger or like seeing clients you were able to help them and support them more or like what what's that like so I feel like so I'm a four six and so I realized that I was like I really needed to to get my clients that were the right fit through my network um those were like the best fit people and it it seemed weird to like if I just focused on like taking care of my physical body and doing things that satisfy me I'm magnetic and that my sacral womb like I will magnetize the right people into my life but in that process it was also realizing who wasn't (laughs) so it I think that's where I was kind of getting to where a lot, it felt like a shutting and a realizing what was sucking the energy and life force for me and then focusing on what was more satisfying and bringing me more joy. And then just, I keep getting more and more like aligned with my fractal friends Yeah, and finding the right clients that the best ones are always through my network, right? through a friend, through, Yeah. So that, I mean, that's like another quote unquote side effect, you know, is that you became more magnetic and you're able to like really find these aligned clients and all of that stuff. What numbers are both of you, like for your profile? I'm not telling. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm a six two. You're six two. Manifesting generator. Um, I'm a three five projector. Yes, the great life experimenter. Three five. So like, for a three five, you can meet random people that you've never had before and be very magnetic and have projections and like they can be great clients for you or find opportunities. Um, yes. That is my experience. <laughs> it is. That's yeah, yeah. That that's how. I mean, that's how I always knew this stuff about me too. Because when I started my own practice, it was kind of like all this pressure of I needed to like advertise. But in my mind, I was like, that's not my soul contract. Like, I that's not how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. And I know. <laughs> people just come to me. Yeah. Or like it. word of mouth. But I mean, yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, how did you get here? And I just, I love yeah. that as a projector that you also have a schedule that is very, very supportive to being a projector. And yeah. I just want to shout out like. I can tell when it starts to not be supportive. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. Do you feel okay. bitter? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bitterness is definitely my sign. It's funny because we were, t me and my husband were talking about like human design and I was sharing everyone their stuff and. He's like, well, everyone feels frustrated. And I was like, well, mine's bitterness. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so he even knew, like, yeah, that described yeah. it even better. Yeah, so I think that's cool. And I think, like, for anyone that's new to it, I love the, hum like, my human design app to, like, find out your, your chart. And, like, just even going over, like, the main energy yeah. types. Is that the Jenna Zoe one? yeah. Yeah, it has some good it. language in there, too. Sometimes she changes the language from the source material. So, like, as like it could be a good sp spot to, like, start. Mm -hmm. But it's... Yeah, it makes it It is... Yeah, yeah, but I am cautious about changing source material language because there is a frequency, mm -hmm. um, a cellular frequency that happens. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a good place to start, but also you can like, you can reach out to me and I can give you a great person that maybe has similarities. I feel like it's nice to like, when you find like a projector that maybe is a three, five or an emotional or a splenic or an ego, like when you find somebody that has like the same things that are similar to you, cause then you can either watch them like on social media and then you, I don't know, it's nice to, and as projectors, like you learn through the other. So like watching other people that are similar things, you might get language about things too or mm -hmm. might learn something more mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of a good interjection of like how do we start with all of this because yeah. when you first get introduced to human design I mean you see it and it's kind of similar when somebody first sees western astrology or Chinese astrology or whatever it is you know they see it and it's like what is this foreign language and it is mm -hmm. it seems and with human design well any of them but yeah. you just keep going like you just keep going and going and going and it's mm -hmm. it's this vast place. So I feel like it's important to note telling everyone, you know, you start by learning your type, yeah, your strategy, your authority, mm -hmm. you know, and just play with that. Absolutely. <laughs> they say like it's a great thing for you to just like play with your strategy and your authority understand what your type is and then like honestly I'm going into a lot of deeper knowledge that you don't even really need to worry about later um but I love even working with parents to like understand their children like w when we are raising our children if we can feed them to their determination they won't get like fatty brains if in a way of like 
yuck. Like we can help them just like be almost like they're themselves. Themselves. Like you don't need to teach children human design. They live their design. Right. And then when we understand their type and like and their strategy and authority, we can honor that. Like if we have an emotional child, we can go to the store and be like, oh, you want that toy. And then we go to the next day. Do you still want this toy? You want that toy? Okay. We come back the next day. Do you still want this toy? And then if they still want the toy on the third day, they can get it. But if they've changed their mind and like, actually, I don't really want that. And then you help them kind of wait. Right. And I think for to explain that to everybody listening, like when you're an emotional authority, you're not supposed to make decisions right in the moment because your emotions keep changing. So you're supposed to be feeling them for a duration of time and see. I loved this reel I saw the other day and it was showing all the different um, strategies for like it was picking food off a menu or something yes, like that. Yes, I saw that one. My favorite the, basic things like you know, that. Food so off a menu. The emotional authority was like, ooh, this. Oh no, this. Ooh, this. Oh no, this. This is so exciting. <laughs> you know, this whole thing where then like a sacral authority, you're just sitting there and you're like, oh, this one, <laughs> that's what I want. Oh my goodness. It's so delicious in my body. And you just, it's this different type of response, you know? Yeah. So playing with that and understanding yeah. all of that. And I love how you mentioned it with kids because we've noticed that and talked about that too. Just like anything mm -hmm. that you can do to really understand your child and let mm -hmm. them just be themselves and mm -hmm. support them in that, I yeah. think is really great. Well, and I just love helping right away with feeding and, and like helping them as they introduce solids and stuff or even breastfeeding, you know, like if they have cold thirst there, they may need a wet, cold washcloth on their chest while they're breastfeeding because that milk's warm, you know, or, you know, there's a Amy Lee or Amy Ruth has um, a cold thirst baby and she breastfed for a while. And then eventually like kid was like, Nope, I need cold milk. Mm -hmm. And so serving it cold was like the way that baby needed. It's, um, their milk and that can be emotionally you know like triggering as mothers if we want to breastfeed and then they decide that they don't want to so kind of going through those emotions with them um yeah interesting but I I there's so many great ways too that I practice with getting in touch with my authority that like it, it from food to like even going through my closet because I was postpartum and was like okay well what do I want to keep and what I do not because my body has changed and mm -hmm. um so just like practicing touch like do I lean forward do I not and it took a while for me to get really in tune with that sacral yes I know if you have a splenic authority it's more of a no so here in the yes is kind of like well if it's not a no it might be a yes and like yeah um, what does that no sound like and feel like in my body and playing with that yeah totally splenic and ego and ego is like they're gonna say like what they want my child informs me all the time as a manifester, ego manifester, like they'll say it and then that's that's the thing that they want. They're informing and there's also mental projectors and yeah, there's other th authorities and reflectors have the lunar cycle and each reflector has their own no, moon cycle. Poor reflect I know some reflectors and they're so sweet, but they're just like what is going on <laughs> because they're feeling everything. I think we should go over like the, just quickly like the main types. Cause I yeah. feel like this is so new to a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. So the most common is the generator, generator. or manifesting generators are mm -hmm. about 70% of the population. Yeah. And so like 
a little bit about what's a little bit about them would you say you guys know because the world (laughs) the world is created for generators um like to work and be busy and have energy um projectors um are newer um so i should say manifestors are another energy type like generators and manifesting generators and they are here to inform and initiate um so they're the only people that really can just like you know this whole manifestation culture about they're the only ones that really truly can manifest um manifesting generators if they have a response for something then they can initiate they just also have to inform after they've gotten that sacral yes um and emotional manifesting generators need to ride their wave too to still see if it's still yes and the manifestors i'm trying to remember now too i was just Mm -hmm. actually looking up the most recent stats and now i don't remember them but of course it was like the generators manifesting generators and then it's next in population was the projectors right yes projectors are about 20 or 20 to 30 percent yep and And then manifestors were like 17 yeah what it was i don't remember now i'd have to go look again yeah i'm not sure exactly yeah but then reflectors they're the least one one to two percent yeah one to two percent yep so okay continue all right so we've so manifestors, you know, they really get downloads from like the universe, from from the Maya, from the neutrinos, and then they listen to their authority to see whether or not like their ego wants to do that. And I think understanding like the people that are not generators and manifesting generators, like a manifester probably works about 20% of the time and then like rests 80% of the time, which is not really our, how our culture is set up to do but if you think of a famous one is who's the singer oh gosh I'm so bad with names that's all right throw Um, it out there maybe we'll guess it she (laughs) um has blonde hair like the most amazing like accent um I think she lives in LA right now she did a concert like during 2020 she'll like come out with amazing music and then all of a sudden she goes back into like um just like rest mode like Adele? Adele, yes. Adele is a manifester. So she, and it works perfect for her. Mm. If you kind of notice now, like thinking about her music, it mm-hmm. comes out and it's like she works for 20% of the time and then 80% of the time she rests and she's just like living her design. A projector is like Jeff Bezos and um, there's this Anna person with like Prada. Like they just like really know their system and they are sought out. They are like recognized for what they are doing and then you know they're here to be successful and though they're very successful people and so practicing understanding what recognition is and people when they really see you and really recognize what you're doing um and i feel like they need more rest too because yeah they are non-energy types reflectors and projectors and so projectors um you are like a seer. Like you can like grab onto their monopole when you're in your experiment and you've practiced it. Like you can see the other and you're here to guide and almost be like teachers. And like somebody just recently was telling, saying, I think it's Christine McSweeney. McSweeney, I don't know how to say her last name. And she was like talking about being a, like a costume tailor. Like you can kind of see when somebody's costume maybe isn't like quite fitting, right? And if they recognize and invite you, you can help them tailor their costume of this like meat suit that we are here in this world Mm -hmm. experiencing life. 
But yep, I heard someone say that, and I thought it was funny. They said projectors are aura eaters. Yes, yes, you're aura eaters. That's why you need to like have alone time and rest and get away from other people too, so that you yeah, especially having a good bedtime routine to like get rid of that rid of that sacral energy. Yeah, yeah, I've had to really be mindful of that, especially more recently, of like all the holding on to other people's stuff and learn some interesting techniques of how to be like, I'm wearing red, you're wearing black. This is my body, that's yours. When someone is like really like with me or whatever, or like sharing something, I have to like shut it down. Like it's interesting to try to be open because I am, but not take it on. I don't know. It's yeah. an interesting right. Being thing. the funnel instead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like then you can almost see into them and yeah. And reflectors. Yeah, I and can. reflectors, yes. Yeah. yeah. Or reflectors. They're just like so open. Yeah, they are. They need a lot of love they, and support. So if I you like. see a chart, there's a whole bunch of these triangles and squares and stuff, and none of theirs are colored in. Um, and they have just gates, hanging gates. So they have some things that they experience consistently, but a lot of it, they're affected especially by the moon, but also by any of the transits, which just means like where the other planets in the world, or like not the world, universe are and everything um and they are here to taste and sample and they're like the universal judges they can kind of like sense um and see i don't know how to put that into other words but like it's okay they can tell you how it is <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like they can see the situation for what it truly is where the people in the situation are kind of like all wrapped up in it yeah. that they're kind of clouded where the reflector just looks at it and is like duh yeah like they're very they're very like pure to me yeah and just a very pure innocent energy they're yeah. just so like Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah having a reflector yeah. kiddo i don't feel that way that <laughs> but that's teenager. okay <laughs> yeah exactly yeah depending on they in might that be realm <laughs> but it yes to yes to a degree but also just like being able to play with so much of the dark i guess mm. so it's like i don't know yeah it's fun yeah. well and there's not You're, a lot of them whoops sorry so i mean like i know of one person you know that's a reflector because i mean i know your daughter but i don't know her like intimately at all right, like I've right. seen her a few times when you talk about her so mm-hmm. yeah and there's not a lot so it's cool to have them in your life and kind of see how they are and yeah yeah the ones I know I feel like they need lots of support and encouragement because I feel like a lot of times reflectors get told like negative things in a way or maybe they take it on that way so yeah I don't know I think yeah I don't know I'm and I'm really mindful of and maybe that's part of my design is really making sure to not um, bring on negativity to people based on their astrology or their human design. I always try to keep it like, let's try to keep it on the positive side. Like there's always both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in your shadow or you're positive of everything, that polarity. But um, yeah, I feel like some, some people when they give readings, just like go a little bit too much in the doom and gloom. And then I see how much it affects people. And I'm like, no, 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 Like, right. Well, that's been a huge thing. I mean, I just did a post the other day talking about how like our shadows are for us, you know, like as like a practitioner or something like that, you focus on the person's gifts, you know, like you're not, they have to do their own shadow work. You might point out something, but it's not like a, this is who you are. I'm putting this on you. It's like play with your shadow. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I notice your gift. I notice, you know, when Jackie's talking about like empowering the other person, it's like, because these are all of your 
gifts and your magic and like stepping into that. But as the individual, you get to play with the whole picture. So you get to play with the shadow sides yeah. of all of it. Yeah. You kind of talk about it as a binary. Like we're here to be satisfied and frustrated as generators. We're here to be successful and bitter. Like we are supposed to experience both. It's not like we're trying to only be successful. Like we learn through the whole experience of that that spectrum of yeah this and that. Um, yeah, right. and most yeah. people know like their shadow very well, and they're in trying to avoid it. So if you call it out and people aren't ready, that's gonna shut them down. I feel like mm-hmm. most of us need more cheerleading and encouragement, right? Of mm-hmm. like how amazing we are. Yeah. <laughs> and then it feels better to let the shadow come out, I think. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. It's it's intense when you have somebody say, well, and then this was negative and this was negative in my reading and this was negative. And you're like, what kind of a reading did you get? <laughs> like, I know. What, yeah. Where where was the goodness? Where was all of your magic in that yeah. reading? You know, like that's craziness. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Jackie, where can people find you? What last things do you want anyone to know about you? Um, I am my first and last name at, um, Jackie Klopsis on Instagram and, um, you can reach out, send me a DM and, um, yeah, I would love to talk about human design. I do like kind of like an introductory basic human design thing too, just to kind of help you figure out if you want to like learn more about your human design. Um, and I love like incorporating it with my doula and lactation con- like clients. And it's just fun to support children and just allow them to be exactly who they are. And then understanding our like how we experience life and then how our children are experiencing life so that we can like understand maybe how we're different and let we can just allow them to be like exactly who they are because this is for the children. Um, and when we decondition and get to know ourselves and be exactly who we are meant to be, we can be there for other people and for children. Um, so thank you for letting me geek out about human design. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for being here. We yeah, loved having you. you. Yeah. All right, everyone check out your design, know yourself deeply, live fully alive, mm-hmm. send us any questions and I'll put Jackie's info in the notes as well. So check her out. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like more support, hop on the Pleasure Fairy app or find Katie at wellnesswithkatie.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings if you want to share some takeaways or other requests for future shows. Enjoy! <laughs>